You're listening to Humans in Tech. Our podcast explores today's most transformative technology and the trends of tomorrow, bringing together the brightest minds in and outside of our industry. We unpack what's new in physical access, identity verification, cybersecurity, and IoT ecosystems. We reach beyond the physical world, discuss our digital transformation as a species, and dive into the emerging digital experience. Join us on our journey as we discover just how connected the future will be and how we will fit into that picture. Your host is Lee Dow, VP of Global Marketing at Identive. Welcome. Thanks for tuning in. I'm joined today by Mary Lou Bosco, CEO at AIM Global, and Elizabeth Sinclair, Global Director of Marketing at Siegel Scientific, and she's also the Cannabis Working Chair at AIM. Appreciate you both taking the time to join us today. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Of course. We're proud to support technology advocates like AIM Global, and the plan today is to just explore the vision and mission behind the association and take a deeper look at cannabis traceability. So as the unbiased resource for networking, education, advocacy, and standards, AIM helps members grow their business by fostering the effective use of AIDC solutions. Maybe just describe to our, um, audience, our audience, uh, you know, what is AIDC? Well, AIDC means Automatic Identification and Data Capture Technologies, and it encompasses a lot of asset tracking technologies, which has evolved over the years. It includes barcodes, RFID, RAIN RFID, NFC, QR codes, and all technologies that help track assets. Um, AIDC Technologies also enables AI, blockchain, IoT, and robotics, and even smart devices. These technologies are essential to enabling adoption, growth, and interoperability to those who depend on accurate, available, and identifiable data. Yeah, and in AIDC, it's the barcode and the scanner at the grocery store, right? It's the e-boarding pass on your smartphone. It's the microchip in your pet. It's the automatic toll collection on the highway. Whenever there is machine-readable data and a machine to read it, that's AIDC. Elizabeth, how can the cannabis industry apply AIDC technologies? So we've just talked about consumer-driven applications of AIDC or auto ID, as we sometimes call it. Um, But there are very powerful commercial and industrial applications that touch every one of us every day. So every can of Coke has the same UPC barcode on it that contains the very same information. But... uh, Think about that boarding pass or the microchip in your pet or the code on the back of your driver's license. Um, These contain information that's specific to the item in question. The data varies on each item. This is how food producers track farm to fork. Uh, Pharmaceutical companies manage uh, drug recalls. It's how aerospace companies track the history of every part in an airliner. So, Specific information like production date, lot number, location can all be encoded into an individual items machine readable or AIDC code. So what does this have to do with the cannabis industry? States um, have mandated that this kind of information needs to be tracked from seed to sale, as they say. So let's think about how you're going to uh, track every cannabis plant from seed to packaging uh, to the consumer. Um, 
you're not going to be able to do that without technology and specifically AIDC. And what is the reason for needing to track that? Because like one of the things that we talk about quite a bit is how, um, you know, cannabis is an ingestible product that isn't regulated by the FDA. So it's not regulated by the FDA yet. Um, (laughs) We anticipate that once uh, once it's um, regulated uh, or uh, federally legalized, it will be regulated uh, by FDA. Uh, Companies are already using CGMP practices uh, in, in manufacturing. Um, and anything that goes into a food item, of course, the food item part uh, has uh, FDA has uh, purview over that. So, you know, it's it's interesting. This is actually an interesting topic and maybe um, a, a little off track. But um, I, I have an associate who works for a former associate who works for a, a giant cola company. Um, there are two of them. Pick whichever one you want. He works for one of them. And and they've actually, since the Farm Bill in 2018 was passed, they've actually had a CBD beverage developed and ready to go to market um, as soon as uh, as soon as their executives feel comfortable uh, pulling the trigger on that, and that's obviously going to coincide with FDA. So why do we need to track? We're talking a controlled substance. We're talking human safety. Um, there, as we all know, there's a bit of a societal pushback or, that's changing. People's attitudes are changing about cannabis, but um, it's still saddled with that reputation. Um, that that it's a drug and that it's illegal, and so um, the the federal government has or they're not the federal the states have mandated that every um, every every plant get traced because interestingly enough even in uh, Canada where it's federally legalized eighty five percent of sales sales are still on the black market oh wow so um, th- there's a need to control where everything is and you can't control where things are um, without knowing where they are. So that's where AIDC is important. Which tech do you see poised for the most growth in 2022? Overall, we're seeing an increased demand for automated processes across all vertical markets. I know we're here talking a lot about cannabis and that's definitely going to be, that's definitely a growing area as well. Um, but consumers want to identify, locate, authenticate, and communicate where their items are, and they want to know where it is now. Um, AIDC, as I mentioned earlier, enables IoT and blockchain, and that's where we're seeing um, most of our growth. IoT and blockchain are no longer just buzzwords, um, where we're seeing more and more consumers using those terms as well. And the adoption of these applications in various supply chains, including warehousing and logistics, pharmaceutical food, retail, and of course, cannabis. Yeah. And I think for the retail cannabis industry specifically, I think digital watermarks are interesting. It's a new technology. Um, These are practically invisible machine-readable codes that cover the entire packaging um, and hold the same kinds of information that barcodes and RFID hold. Uh, They're virtually uh, 
tamper-proof, which is important in this industry. Um, and as the industry grows and sees more investment in infrastructure and you know business conglomerates uh, are getting involved, I think we're looking at greater adoption of RFID as well, mm-hmm. um, and, and which enables, of course, the IoT. It has a larger initial investment, but tremendous ROI and savings in labor and increased accuracy. What are the big barriers to adoption that you're seeing? Well, uh, in the cannabis industry specifically, um, companies are worried about so many other things. Uh, They're dealing with the complexities of doing business in a patchwork of regulations that vary from state to state. Um, uh, And uh, and top of mind for many of these companies are the banking regulations that presently don't allow businesses to accept credit card. That's that's a big hurdle um, with lots of danger inherent for retailers. And they're, they're just really busy trying to, to navigate um, this non-traditional business environment. Um, you know, I, I think, as we said, the industry's in a time of dynamic change. Um, and growers and packagers are only just realizing uh, that to scale up their operations, they might need technology and knowledge that's outside of their core competencies. So um, that's been a barrier. And then finally, um, I think uh, the lack of standards uh, for data taxonomy and syntax, uh, a common language, if you will, is a real barrier here. Um, Nobody has stepped up and said, uh, this is the way you're going to format lot and production date and location in your barcode or in your RFID tag, which means every man, every grower, every retailer is, uh, they're inventing their own taxonomy and syntax, which uh, makes for, uh, you know, it, you don't have an interoperable supply chain here. So somebody's going to have to um, step up and set standards um, and I think that will probably come again on that golden day when we have federal legalization in the U.S. Uh, for either of you, which do you, uh, you know, what do you see the future holding for IoT over the next few years, whether it's in cannabis or in other industries? Mm-hmm. Well, I, the interest in IoT is definitely growing um, and the adoption of it is very real. Um, based on current interests and projects that we're seeing from real world track and trace and sensor based productions, um, we're seeing interest in logistics um, definitely prove that. Um, We expect new AIDC implementations to be especially strong in several industries, like what we've been talking about today with food and healthcare, um, medical devices, life sciences, and of course, cannabis. And uh, I was actually talking to a a colleague this week who mentioned that we're scanning billions of RFID tags every day, and that's not very much. Um, there's, uh, you know, there's tremendous uh, room for this technology to grow. Um, we're in a convergence of societal and technological shifts that make this a uh, really interesting time for the IoT. I see the future of IoT being consumer-driven rather than industry-driven as it is now. So right now, um, where so- sociologists have identified a phenomenon, they call it the thin interface. I mean, it used to be you'd pick up your phone 
and call a taxi cab and the dispatcher would send it. Now you just, you know, punch a few, uh, uh, punch up Uber on your phone and you do it yourself. Um, People, uh, I used to, with my parents, watch Walter Cronkite deliver the news every day. <laughs> now we all um, we all access news the way we want mm-hmm. it, when we want it. People want to access information themselves. They want to be able to know, um, is the diamond I'm getting engaged with a blood diamond? Is the food I'm serving my child going to exacerbate his or her allergies? They want to know... Um, you know, is there, uh, you know, what are the ingredients that I'm taking into my body um, in a food product or a CPG on my body? So now that time that again, with the fact that we now have computers in our pockets that hold more processing power than it took to get man to the moon, right? And we have this that convergence of uh, technological infrastructure that it's going to take to manage all this data, which would have been unimaginable even five years ago. So we've exploited the power of barcodes here. People understand that barcodes can do this, manage this thin interface. Um, The key here is the kinds of access consumers have to IoT data via their smartphones. Um, There's NFC and RFID that's web-enabled, Uh, which is a great way to get data out there, but not too many of us have RFID scanning apps. Once the supply chain starts thinking consumer first, I think we're going to see an explosion in the information exchanged and applications for the IoT. Mm -hmm. I um, was talking to a reporter the other day, and um, I was talking to him about... uh, uh, he's from a tech magazine, and I was talking to him about, you know, there's all these companies out there and associations that are connecting the world and tracking and tracing the world that people just don't even know about. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's really quite the explosion of, um, you know, not only the technology, but the applications are really pretty much limitless. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I see a couple of hurdles here um, for the IoT. Um, uh, the f- Frequency ranges that are approved for use in Europe and the rest of the world are different. Uh, there's going to have to be harmonization there. And speaking of organizations, there um, regulatory bodies are going to have to get together and figure that out. And then, of course, there's the chip shortage, which is affecting almost every industry everywhere. Right. Yes. Well, one question we ask everyone. Uh, on regardless of the topic, is if you have any closing thoughts on living in our technology-centric, hyper-connected world. Mm-hmm. And Elizabeth definitely touched on this um, with her last response, is just how not only technology is changing, but it's becoming consumerized. Um, it's amazing to me how my family now understands what the AIM organization does, what I do for a living. Um, you, you know, Elizabeth, you touched on, you know, the ability of your phone. Um, people understand going through the easy pass, home delivery. Um, COVID has even made supply chain a household name as well. Um, and people are demanding to know um, and authenticating where they're Um, products are coming from. You know, you mentioned diamonds, you mentioned prescriptions, but they're even tracking food and they want to know where the origins of of that is as well. Um, And I I, I feel with everything with technology, it's it's limitless um, right now. And and I agree with Elizabeth's statement that once the focus is put more on the consumers, um, the demand um, for accurate, timely um, data is going to grow. And that's what AIDC is all about. 
Yeah, we used to say, uh, let the business uh, needs drive technology decisions, not technology drive the business decisions. But I think what we're getting ready to see now is a big shift towards uh, letting letting the consumer uh, drive the technology decisions and choices. I can definitely see that coming. Um, thank you both for being here today. It was really wonderful to have you join us um, and all the great work that you're doing uh, at AIM. Um, really appreciate you being here today. Thank you. We appreciate thank the opportunity. Thanks for having us. Smart. Simple. Single-use technology can put valuable time back in the hands of healthcare workers and around the world. Identiv's capacitive fill-level sensing tags are the first passive NFC-enabled sensing solution to monitor fill levels. Simply attach the tag to any cartridge, bottle, or liquid-filled container to sense the fill level. No external sensors or special equipment required. The tags can also sense if syringes or auto-injectors have been properly administered, empowering clinical trials, patient compliance, and telemedicine applications. Learn more at identive.com. Physical security, identity verification, the IoT. The hyperconnectivity of our lives will only grow more pervasive. As technology becomes more automated and experiences more augmented, it's up to us to preserve our humanity and use new tools and trends for good. The only question is, are we up for the challenge?